This is the Mike Rice Podcast. News, interviews, and opinion. Here's Mike. Hi, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Now, for those of you familiar with the podcast, you know I usually focus on sports. But this is a crazy time. This is a wild time. It's a difficult time. It's an uncertain time. And so during the time of crisis, I'm going to focus a little bit more on bringing some light and hope. It might be through talking with some sports figures, but it'll also likely be talking with a wide variety of others. We know that every area of our lives has been affected by the coronavirus crisis. Everything we've known as familiar has been turned upside down. And the faith community is no exception. I mean, you're talking about churches and synagogues and mosques and all houses of worship having to adapt to new ways of doing things during this outbreak. Now, recently on KOA, we spoke with John Leach, who's the lead pastor of Jubilee Fellowship Church in Lone Tree. Full disclosure, that is my home church and the church that our family attends, and Pastor John is my pastor. He shared how they've been dealing with these tough times and also offers some really good perspective and some hope during these difficult days. John, it's great to have you. Thanks for the time today. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me on your show. Yeah, absolutely. I want to work kind of on two levels. First, sort of the practical or logistical level that that not only Jubilee, but the faith community in general is facing. I'm sure if someone talked to you or any of your colleagues, what, a month or six weeks ago, the last thing you'd expected would be to be preaching to uh, an empty an empty building, right? Yeah, that's exactly right, and probably a little less than that. I would say, you know, it's really been the last two, two and a half weeks that uh, the reality of having to go to uh, a full online immersion has happened, um, probably like everybody else, you know, we, we were under uh, 500, and then it was 250, and then, you know, we found ourselves down, down, down. Uh, and now, uh, the way I say it is, we, we were a church that met on the weekend with an online presence, and now we're an online church with a very small, actual, um, in-person presence. The, the governor has been in fairly regular communication with clergy, has he not? Yeah, he, he really has. Uh, have to give that to the governor for sure. They've really worked overtime to make sure that uh, that the faith community has been accommodated. John, the technology piece that you referenced has been a game changer for you and really churches throughout um, the country. I mean, it, it's it's made it so you can continue to have service, hasn't it? Yeah, Mike, that's um, that's really interesting. Um, you know, for those who probably, um, I- I'm assuming that even if you're not um, a regular quote unquote, you've got some some connection. People that are listening right now, some connection, and you may have noticed that over the past ten years, many churches have gone to a philosophy of a campus ministry, where rather than just planting freestanding churches that you know, hey, here's some money and here's some people hope you do well, uh, you more put your arm around them and help raise them up um, as a sister church. And by doing that, a lot of times you use uh, video. So uh, we are a church that over the past 10 years uh, have planted several churches, and we used that model 
So we had invested heavily uh, in uh, the equipment to do that, the people, um, the talent to be able to do that. So I think the shift for us, while it was shocking and it was quick, uh, we were probably uh, more prepared for it. And I think that this movement um, through the body that we, we've seen on the last 10 years, it makes more sense to me right now than it ever made uh, before. It was as though God knew we were going to be in this situation because certainly churches all over the world, and um, just speaking right here of what I know in Denver, churches have really made a shift to being online and done it, Mike, without it being um, – it's just been incredible, oh, miraculous. How about that? Is that a good word that I yeah. can use? Miraculous, and how churches have been able to uh, transition. And here's the truth of the matter: you know, the church, uh, honestly, um, it, it plays really well in in uh, Western Christianity to say that uh, the church is a building with four walls, but the church, uh, the tabernacle. It is met in the wilderness. It is met, you know, in different parts of the world. It meets in houses. It meets in tents. It meets outside. It meets in buildings. God's not limited to to our buildings. Yeah, no doubt. John Leach is with us, lead pastor for Jubilee Fellowship Church in Lone Tree. I know you've started a series of devotionals through this time. Have have your colleagues, other uh, pastors that that you're in touch with, have you all been trying to make an effort? to sort of provide content, if you will, provide an outlet, provide teaching, provide reassurance to people during this upheaval? Yeah, great question. And and honestly, uh, it's easy for me to speak, you know, uh, from our church's perspective and from the churches that I'm in relationship with. But the truth of the matter is uh, what the governor has addressed and what I've able to uh, have been privy to is that so many different um, just expressions of faith right now have been able uh, to make this transition, are making this transition, and are having uh, daily, every other day, once a week, some type of online content where they're doing daily devotionals, they're doing uh, daily podcasts, even, uh, Mike, they're even using the telephone in, in situations where it may be smaller and uh, they didn't have the equipment to to video. They're they're using the telephone to do online prayer and online worship. It's it's uh, in my mind. It might be the greatest move of God that I've seen in my lifetime. To be honest with you. Wow, that's amazing. You know, it's amazing what a time of I use the word upheaval can do. Adversity, uncertainty, uh, like we've seen in particular in the United States over the last, say, two to three weeks since the virus has really taken hold and our lives as a society has changed. What has been your experience in ministry over the years that, that people want and feel they need when things get turned upside down? You know, um, I think this is for all of us, right? Um, uh, you know, when things are well, when it's um, for those who I think most of us enjoy, you know, the summer and the green grass and the trees are leaved out and we're wearing shorts and it's just the days are long and it's easy. I think we enjoy those days and we, we get into that habit that it's, you know, there's just, you just enjoy it. But uh, what is it about a storm that gets our attention, right? Where 
where the sun doesn't. In fact, um, I said this in one of our messages recently, um, the storm speaks to you in ways that a sunny day can't. It just gets your attention. It simplifies things. Uh, it lets us know real quickly what's important and what matters. And um, there's just something about it. We don't, we don't want to go around looking for one, but certainly we find ourselves in them from time to time, and no one escapes it. I think the Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust. So we all go through storms. And uh, I, I just know um, through 30-odd years of ministry that a storm can get your attention uh, like few things in life can. I think it's, it's pretty fair to say that all of us during this time with the virus and what's going on and jobs being impacted and, and, and businesses being impacted and personal lives being impacted and maybe priorities uh, personally and individually and all the rest. But from someone who's trying to lead a church, how do you sort of get a handle on truly what people are dealing with when you're really not seeing them at all? Yeah, that so you know again, I think that we have become used to a um, a way that we minister, and I think you've got to remember that the message is sacred. The method is it's it's transitory. It changes with culture, and it changes with storms, with problems, right? And so, believe it or not, Mike, right now I am more aware of what is going on in the lives of my congregation than I am and was three weeks ago, and I'm a pretty connected pastor. But this has forced me to be checking, to be, to be so diligent, to be searching people out and finding ways, using Facebook, using Instagram, using uh, you know, our, the Jubilee app, using different uh, our website, uh, just different ways to connect with people and talk to people. Um, and, and of course, you know, good old texting and, and the telephone, but it, it is, um, it's uncanny right now. I know you would think just the opposite and certainly, uh, it almost sounds like I'm excited about, uh, uh you know, what's going on. I'm, I, let me state it for the record, not so excited in any way about, uh, this virus. I think this virus is detestable, but I am excited about what's happening in people's lives right now and in how they're turning back to God. I would say, Mike, that's the primary thing as a pastor that we see, is that when there are storms like 9-11, it causes people suddenly the veil of control that we think we have and the veil of, you know, life's going to always go on forever. It just suddenly evaporates. It disappears. We, we begin to look and realize our own mortality, and that causes people, not all people, but it causes people to, to turn to the Creator and to, to ask God what's going on and to, to search Him out. So right now for me, and I think many, many in the faith community would say, uh, right now uh, I'm actually busier and more in touch with my congregation than I was three weeks ago. That's amazing. John Leach is with us, lead pastor for Jubilee Fellowship in Lone Tree. JFC.org is the website. All of Pastor John's messages are there free, as is the case, I, I think, pretty much with, I don't want to speak for every church, but pretty much every church's website I've been on, the messages are are usually available free of charge. John is doing daily devotionals. If you want to download the Jubilee app, just go to the App Store and do that. John, not everybody has that background to be able to deal with 
the fear, the uncertainty, how can people either get help? What do you say to people in order to try to reassure them during a time like this? Yeah, um, so, so two things. Let me, let me answer it from this point of view just practically. Um, you mentioned the, just the, the, the many opportunities uh, in our community. Denver has some incredible synagogues, incredible churches, and I would just I would encourage people to reach out and, um, you know, maybe maybe there's a church nearby you. Maybe there is a church that you know of. Certainly our church, if you don't know uh, of any others. But I think that that's, this really helps clarify. A lot of times people are like, you know, I, I don't find a reason uh, for church in my life. Maybe my parents did, but I don't. Well, suddenly now, um, all of a sudden, people are uh, very open to it. And I would just tell you, um, churches are welcoming people, people with questions and people with fear and, and people that uh, are novice and people that are uh, skilled. We, we are welcoming people and welcome uh, the conversations. But I would then say on a greater level and probably the one that can affect us all, what do you do with the fear that we're feeling? What, what do you, you know, how, how do you, uh, how do you deal with it? I read a, um, a, a great, um, article just a couple of days ago um, that talked about the expressions that we go through when we mourn something and that people are um, going through those five stages of grief with this, uh, with with the virus, you know, the first one, anger and denial and bargaining. And, and uh, they get to the last one, which is acceptance. And it's at the point of acceptance, ultimately, where you have the opportunity to change and respond. And I think for many of us right now, coming to that point of, hey, you know, it, it has to be dealt with. We have to go through this. I think uh, the answer, in my opinion, is turn to God. Just accept, accept the fact of where we are. Turn to God. Uh, he's an ever-present help in time of trouble, the Bible says, and I love that about God. That's amazing. John, um, are you optimistic? I know you're generally the optimistic sort, but do you feel like we as a community and in the bigger sense, we as a country are going to get through this and be different and be stronger. Yeah. So um, I, I was hoping you would give me a chance to say that. Listen, uh, never underestimate the power of hope. Hope is it's that thing, uh, Mike, that if you have it, all things are possible. If you don't have it, uh, it just seems like you're stuck. And I am hopeful. We will get through this time. Uh, this too shall pass. Uh, I don't know exactly how long. Um, I, obviously, I want sooner rather than later, but I'm committed to do what we're asked to do and to make the best of it right there. But I am very hopeful that we will get through this. I would say this, though, um, just so that you, you know, you, you'll get, I may be an optimist, but I'm a realist. And I would say this, some things are not going to be the same again. Some people are going to lose their innocence over this, and some people will never be carefree um, like, like before this. And in some ways, that's not a bad thing. Um, you know, my story, Mike, you know, I had a heart attack three years ago. And up until that point, I, I took for granted. I didn't abuse, but I took for granted the life that I had. And, uh, you know, after coming out of that and getting out of the hospital, I can just tell you the, the cliche that you hear everybody say is that the sky was not as blue and the air was not as sweet. But 
my children and my wife and my friends and my church didn't have the same meaning. It was deeper and it was more. And I never since that time, it's easy to fall back, but I can just tell you personally, I've not fallen back and seen those things as just they'll always be here. Uh, it's living every day and making the most of it. And that's that's one of the things that can come out of this time is that people will live different uh, and not just fall back. But yeah, Laura, I I am so hopeful um, for where for where our country is and how we'll come out of this. John, great perspective. Appreciate the time so much. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Mike. That's our recent conversation on KOA with John Leach, lead pastor of Jubilee Fellowship Church in Lone Tree. You can check out any of Pastor John's messages at jfc.org. They're all free of charge. And during this time of crisis, Pastor John and his staff are making available some short daily devotionals, and you can find those on the Jubilee app. That can be downloaded for free. Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Be well, be safe. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Mike Rice Podcast.